Good morning, everyone. It is, seems like we were on only like, I don't know, hours ago, which kind of we were. Uh, we were on exactly 12 hours ago, give or take a half hour or so. But good morning, everyone. It is Friday. We know what Friday is all about. It's Fantabulous Friday. It's the day that you get to pat yourself on the back for doing a good job. And we want to make sure that you do that. And also going to give you some accountability techniques. Um, and we're going to chat about that. But good morning. This is Carol So, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two. Just uh, say good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And yes, um, we were on quite a few hours ago. But yes, but it's always so much fun because we get to uh, interview, um, chat with amazing, <coughs> excuse me, podcast guests. So fantabulous Friday. Now, I will start out by saying that a way that I like to be accountable to myself is no matter what is happening around me, and there are different factors that go into sometimes that derailment, it's up to me to kind of rein myself in because I am only responsible for me. So being accountable to myself means really just that holding myself accountable and even though there are plausible type of derailments you know acknowledge it and uh, come up with something different that might help to get past that or move me through it so that's kind of my take on uh, how I deal with uh, accountability issues well and you know and they, I, yeah I don't look at them as uh, issues per se, I think it's, it's, it has to do with habits, has to do with mindset. Um, during, uh, I actually posted this this morning about accountability in the Naughty Bus 60 day real shift challenge. And it's a shift in many aspects. It's, it's a shift of mindset, it's a shift of uh, our physical beings, it's a, a shift in, you know, whatever our health and wellness goals are, transformation as such. But accountability starts when we're, we're, we're very young. So to understand that kind of how we got to where we become complacent about accountability starts off with, you know, your parents. You know, your parents say A, B, or C. You need to, you know, do these chores. You need uh, to do A, B, and C in order to either get a reward or watch TV or whatever it was back in the day. Of course, you know, I'm using that in a, an older analogy. Um, so you have to be accountable to your parents. The child has to be accountable to what the parent is teaching them and actually have it for me. The other piece to that would be once they enter the school, once they're in a school system, they uh, the teacher makes them accountable by, you know, sharing, uh, you know, the importance of studying, uh, being proactive in actively being an active participant in classroom, asking questions, raising your hand, doing your homework, because that's gonna make you better prepared for when you take that test. So now the student is now accountable to the teacher. Uh, then as you become an adult and you first enter into that workforce, you have a boss, uh, you know, uh, you have um, certain criteria goals that you may have to meet within that job, regardless of the job role, whether it's a cashier, whether it's a bus driver, whether it's a nurse, doctor, lawyer, uh, clerk, it does not matter. In order to succeed and move forward, you have to be accountable to your boss. So your boss gives you a list of the expectations of, you know, the description of what your job description is. 
So if you don't do those things, chances are you're going to be overlooked for that promotion. You may not become a team leader, whatever. So in other words, again, you're being accountable to that person. So they, our entire lives are being accountable to everyone else. But we don't talk about is being accountable to ourselves because when you are accountable to yourself, you are holding a true statement to yourself that you are going to commit. Uh, and if not, you're going to have to really face yourself in the mirror and say, geez, did I do everything I said I was going to do? Did I have derailment? Did I have things that I had to pivot from? And am I going with the pivot, going with, you know, the derailment, but also incorporating that as an excuse of why I didn't commit to what I wanted to be committing to anyways. So the other key piece to being accountable to yourself, which uh, also kind of goes into play why we are accountable to other people is it forms better habits. So in this case, I'm using that analogy in a challenge, a health and wellness challenge that we're, I'm giving them tools. We're giving them tools, you know, a checklist. Uh, now a checklist is great because who doesn't like to like, you know, have their to-do list and check it off. You feel good about it. Gives you those good endorphins that you're doing well and you're making progress. You're, you're getting to that end goal or, or achieving that stepping stone that eventually leads you to that bigger goal. But the problem comes into when people do challenges, especially, um, and I like that, you know, some challenges are running differently than a typical challenge would run. And it really is to really, really push the point of accountability, because when you do that, that's how the, the habits, the bad habits starts to change. They can't change if you're not having that accountability conversation in the mirror with yourself. It just can't happen. And yes, you will fail. You have to understand, you will know that. But are you willing and accountable enough to yourself that you said, you know what? Yesterday, I shit at my challenge. I didn't do everything I was supposed to do. Uh, you know, I ate the wrong thing or I didn't get some movement in. You know, I didn't journal. I didn't have that mindset time for myself. I'm going to hold my, myself accountable. And guess what? I'm not going to give myself all the check marks. And when you start accepting the failures, that's when you become accountable. And that's when better habits are formed. Better habits just don't have it. They just don't happen. You have to build upon them. You have to stay focused on them. You have to admit when, you know what, I screwed up today and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's how you're accountable. And when you are accountable to yourself, then you will slowly start to see the better choices, the better habits forming. Because if you know at the end of the day, you are going to actually hold yourself accountable. That That is so true. Um, and, and it's about having that accountability chat with yourself and knowing, you know, be real with yourself. And the bottom line is you have to be honest. Like if you know that, you know, I don't know, when you wake up in the morning that you need uh, really 10 minutes to kind of wake up, well, maybe, <laughs> excuse me, maybe it's you, you set aside a half an hour to allow you that 10 minutes to wake up and then maybe to um, get yourself set up and, you know, already have your workout clothes ready and, so that you can, you know, go for a walk or whatever it is that you may um, decide to do. It's about being real, being honest, knowing that, you know, it's, it's okay to fail because we, in the failure process too, is where we learn to, um, number one, be gentle and kind to ourselves, um, realize, okay, 
I had a mishap. I didn't do this, you know, and be real with yourself as far as the exact reason why, you know, I could say, for instance, like, oh, I didn't do this. And, you know, you know and maybe it was going out and taking a walk because I was busy. Well, that's kind of, I don't want to say it's a lame excuse, but, and I have said that, and I'm being, this is me being real honest. Um, it's about taking that time to reflect on that and, you know, don't sugarcoat it because the only one you're hurting in the end is yourself. So being accountable takes on different meanings when you are able to have that gentle and kind conversation with yourself being real. Maybe it's, you know, getting on um, your cell phone and recording yourself doing that. I mean, you don't have to share it with the world, but um, a lot of times I will do that with myself. I'll say, okay, um, you know, in two weeks I have this coming up. These are some things that I'm working on. And I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, okay, was I being realistic? Uh, was I setting myself up for success or was I setting myself up for failure? Um, you know, those are just some little tips that I use, but, you know, I, I think, you know, holding yourself accountable goes a long way because, you know, people watch what we do, obviously through, you know, different social media platforms and, you know, are we being realistic? Well, not only that, but I, I think too, everyone's vision of being accountable is different. They need different needs. And I, and I, and I, you know, really go back to, you know, the simplistic things. We all look different. We have different gut health. We have, we're, you know, at different ages, we have different personalities. Well, one way a person can hold themselves accountable might look different and that's okay. What I like about the checkbook thing is some people in order, they may decide, you know, I'm going to do the checklist in the beginning. I'm going to, I'm committing to the 60 day challenge and I'm going to use that as a guide. And because they get so used to a checklist where maybe in the past, they never used a checklist or a to-do list, however you want to call it. Now they may incorporate that into keep assisting them with really complimenting themselves on the different new habits that they want to make sure that they're staying on track with. Others may find, oh, I've always used a checklist. I've got so many journals. I've got this, I've got that. And yeah, they're piled up on my desk and they're collecting dust. So maybe this is the time to say, hmm, let me dust them off. Let me open them up and let me utilize them as a tool to make sure that I stay on track. Others may have never even thought about a to-do list or a checklist and say, you know what, if this is what it's going to take to make sure that I'm going to you know, stay on track, I'm going to use it. And what I say to people is don't just leave it in one room either. You know, keep it in several rooms. Visual aids for a lot of people are just that, aids and making sure that they stay on track. Because think about this. You have your, your office setting uh, maybe it's a private area in your room that, you know, is set up with your specific things that you need or whatever. And, you know, you may spend an hour or two there. In our case, we spend more time at our desk uh, because, you know, we're, we're online, we're, we're doing a lot of Zooms, we're doing a lot of trainings and our podcasts. But say you don't, say you're that person that only goes into the, to the office to, to pay your bills or write thank you notes or whatever it may be. 
the checklist sitting on the desk isn't going to work for you. It just isn't. You're going to have it there. You may chuck off a few things and guess what? You're going to leave that room. Visual aids, placing them everywhere, along with quotes, I find, are visual aids. So when I talk about a quote, you can, and you can get these, believe me, you can go to uh, the dollar store and they have them. A lot of them are little cubes, little little block, block, blocks of wood. They may have a inspirational quote that may have a quote that resonates with you to stay on track or to be proud of where you're at and say, you know what? Uh, you know, I didn't do exactly what I said to do and look at that quote and say, oops, I got to get back to the drawing board. I need to go back into that room, that checklist off, where am I at? If you can do that, that's great. If you're one that needs more visual aids, put up your checklist in several, several different spots. Where is your main purpose of where you occupy your space? I can guarantee you for most, it's the kitchen. The kitchen is a gathering place. Uh, especially in a health and wellness challenge where you're preparing your food, you're preparing your grocery list, you're breaking bread with your family, you're entertaining. Uh, you know, how many times can you relate to hosting a big event, a big party in your home, and you have all these different areas set up so nicely, you know, entertainment wise, and where do they still end up? The kitchen. So right. that really, when you res when that resonates with you, you say, hmm, I do have my checklist in my you know, journal or on my desk, maybe I need to shift that. Maybe I need to really think about where I want to shift that energy. So it follows me throughout the day for those reminders. Mm -hmm. So I always say have a couple different spots where you're going to put that. The other piece to not only being gentle and kind with yourself is the flip side of the coin. Because remember, we talk about life being a coin. Choices, good, bad, dark, light. Uh, night, day, good, you know, whatever it may be. Well, the same thing goes with gentle and kind on one side of the coin, because we do have to be gentle and kind to ourselves. But the flip side of that coin is we've got to be hard on ourselves too. The only time that you are hard on yourself is the, is the opportune time where you're going to find the most growth in who you are, what you can do, and knowing that you really, your learning ability and the ability to change is limitless. So, you know, the whole, the whole, remember the old quote, and a lot of people don't use it anymore. You can't teach an old dog tricks. Throw that out of the window, guys. Like throw that mindset right out of the window because keeping your mind sharp comes through reading, comes through being open to learning new ways of doing things. Maybe the old way is not working for you anymore. Maybe, you know, you, you were always used to when you did a health and wellness challenge or a transformation or a shift, as we call it, mm -hmm. we forgot the shift part because shifting really has to do with movement of the mind, movement of the way you're changing what you used to do because it serves you no more value. It doesn't service you anymore. So you need to shift your mindset. You need to shift and in, in inclusion of that is learning, never stop learning, never trying new ways. It doesn't mean you'll eventually go back to maybe something that was really positive about how you did something the old way. Maybe you're just gonna reformat it. You know, there's many, many different ways that we have that real shift of how we, we live our lives, how we do a challenge, how our expectations of ourselves. But when you are open to the shift, that is where the most growth will happen. And I promise you, that is where your good habits will start forming. Right. And, you know, for those that are always on the go, of course, 
<coughs> excuse me, there's an app for that. There's so many amazing apps that can help you with it. If you're, if you're not into the, although we do suggest doing both, uh, I typically do that. Um, but you know, right on your, your smartphone, there's, um, of course, there's Trello, people who, you know, have different lists. That works out great for some people. I heard of people using the new app called Miro, M-I-R-O, which is a, um, for those of us who like stickies, like this is my, my butterfly stickies. Um, if, if it's doing something like that, and Miro, by the way, is great for so many other things, but the point being, there's a way to, to do it without feeling, well, they're saying, you know, you gotta write it down. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, you know, try different things. Maybe you want to do both. Maybe you find yourself more accountable if you're doing both. But, you know, leave those options open. And yes, there is an app for that. And Jan is the queen of apps, of organization. And there are so, there are so many. And it's a funny thing. I wish that you would have an app, and I'm sure there is, uh, that does grammar and spell checks. <laughs> there is. But, you know, again, I find a lot of different technology. There is something, and, and this is so, so a, a real shift mind moment. There are so many technology pieces to that, but there's something to say about those that have that expertise of reading a paper, an editorial, a report that can really have that vision and that insight and really the talents of finding out the uh, uh, grammatical errors and or spelling errors versus technology. Because I've actually been practicing with a couple different programs and I purposely will write something out wrong. You know, I'll have maybe some, some spelling errors. I may have some grammatical errors, maybe some punctuation errors, whatever it may be. And they still don't pick them up. And I find that how many people rely on that you know, before they send something out or, or you could be like me sometimes just hit the send button, oops, and, and uh, forget to do that. But there are, so I, I think there's something. So for me, my, you know, regardless how many times you read it, especially if you're reading it on a device, what I like doing, and uh, this is why I'm keeping the industry of cutting trees down for paper in business, is I like to print things out. And I print them, even with my glasses, I print them out nice and bold and, and big so I can take my time to read it and I reread it and try to reread it. Does that add more time? Yes, but it's also keeping me accountable. So now I have to be accountable to say, you know what? It's gonna take me longer to do, especially if it's a big project or, or a big piece that I'm gonna be writing about. I know that's not my expertise Although the words are, are and the passion behind them is my expertise, I need to allow more time to print it out and reread it and reread it a couple times. And then if I know specifically someone that's great in that particular editing, which is an art, believe me, not everyone can always pick out these things. Uh, and you know, it's important to, again, align yourself with people that are gonna help you and assist you be the best version of yourself in all aspects of your life health, wellness, business, entrepreneurship. So I, I love that idea. And it also, again, it helps to form better habits. So a lot of people just think habits just come and they don't. I mean, on certain things they might, uh, but for the most part, what, you know, how, how do you form a good habit? 
accountability, repetition, and repeat. It's those those three things, accountability, repetition, and repeat. That's when you start to form those better habits in mindset, in your health and wellness, in your gut health, in your entrepreneurial world, in your profession, uh, in anything that you do. Right. You know, and, you know, just back to the editing part. And I think we were, we chatted a little bit about this last night. You know, I obviously love to read and write the right, the editing aspect of it. If we rely so much on the artificial intelligence as far as um, grammatical or spelling errors, we're missing the point, I think, in my, in my professional opinion, you have to also read through it. I mean, I use um, spell check, but I'm also reading through it several times because, you know, what if a word in, and what if a word is supposed to be out O-U-T, but it was supposed to be our O-U-R. The How about the words that are the same, but they're spelled different because they have different meanings. Right. Well, you know, exactly. the automatic spell check. Sometimes the automatic spell check is a big F, a big failure, because Absolutely. it will automatically change the word, and then you're like, "Oh, spell check complete." Boom, send it. And I'm like, oh, "Wait a minute, I used the wrong hour." Now, mm -hmm. a lot of people say "hour" and some people say "r," but something some people pronounce it exactly the same way. So that's right. that's one of those miscommunications mis in the brain, I think, sometimes. But again. Right. It's about shifting that mindset and, and saying accountable. So with the challenge, you know, and how we really go about, especially two sisters, how we go about our week, that is why we have five significant pieces that do help you stay accountable. Uh, Monday is Monday mindset because without a good mindset and, you know, a plan of your mindset of what you're going to really expose your brain to is a powerful tool. So you want to make sure that you are exposing your brain to good thoughts, uh, good reading. You know, I know there's a lot going on in our world. Uh, you know, I'm involved with some of that with you know school committees and all that. Uh, but there's got to be a time where you kind of dial that down or change the channel in your brain. I'm not talking about the TV. I'm just talking about changing the channel in your brain because we all have different channels. Tuesday, I'm going to talk about the first three. You can, you can talk about the last two. Jan, so Tuesday is Triumph Tuesday. We all have triumphs, right? Whether, and I think when we hear, even hear the word triumph, we think of big, we think of large. A triumph could be like, hey, you know, I couldn't get out of my own way today. I made my bed for the first time in you know, six months. Or, you know, maybe I decided to be more accountable with how I fuel my body and what I put in my body by actually writing out a grocery list. Those are all triumphs. Or if you had to, you had to pivot your day because you realize, oops, I had two more appointments than I thought of. How am I going to navigate and make sure everyone's to get to where they're going? Those are all little triumphs that lead you to a bigger triumph. And then my favorite is Wealth Wellness Wednesday, which that is the day to really uh, collaborate with your brain and your mind to understand the value of having a good relationship with money and what you can do with money. You can impact others in a positive way. And what we do on Wealth Wellness Wednesday is impact an unsuspecting person by a financial exchange that they're not expecting. So the exchange is coming from the giver. The receiver doesn't know that it's coming. And what do we mean by that? Well, I'm gonna give you a real simple example. Going, how many people go to, you know, a Kohl's, a Walmart, a Target, as I call them, 
Well, I think one of the biggest aisles that's really been impacted by the cost of living is really across the board, but, you know, go down the baby aisle, you know, baby formula, which there's a shortage, uh, diapers, uh, you know, tools that any, any mom or dad would possibly need, right? Well, you know, maybe they just don't have, you know, enough for one thing or another. So it's not about the dollar amount. It's more about the actual exchange, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, slide it into a box of diapers, put it, you know, you know, sometimes the formula is encased in that, that hard plastic, open it up and just put a bill in there. And the art of giving puts that out in the universe and really opens up your mind to the possibilities. Gosh, if I had thousands, if I had hundred dollar bills, I could do this with. Uh, and it has to do with the mindset, but it also creates that wellness of goodness and paying it forward. And you take over the other two, sister. So next comes Trending Thursday. What's trending in your world? Perhaps it was a new app that you tried because there is an app for that. And a sidebar to apps, for those of you who have multiple digital calendars, that there is an app that can integrate all those calendars in one. If you have a question, leave us a voicemail on our website. Be happy to chat with you about it. The next day, and it can be anything trending, okay? Um, just so much I can talk about trending Thursday. That's one of my favorites. And of course, Fantabulous Friday. Who doesn't love a Friday? All that hard work that you did all week long, working on your mindset, being accountable to yourself, triumphing. Maybe it was over an adversity. Maybe it was something as simple as getting up an extra 20 minutes early to complete a walk around your neighborhood. Maybe it was making your bed, whatever it is, little or big, that should be um, celebrated, of course. So it's culminate, Fantabulous Friday is a culmination of the whole entire week of what we've been through, what, what we challenged ourselves to do, what we, <coughs> excuse me, what we accomplished and looking to the weekend and the week ahead. Oh my gosh, so much goodness all rolled into those five days. How are you going to, how are you going to do that? And by the way, I just want to share, and I'm very raw, real honest, um, as we both are, I was multitasking. Um, so, you know, I'm a good multitasker. Maybe, you know, hey, just being real and raw here. Fantabulous Friday. Well, you know, and I, and I think that people forget, along with being accountable and learning those skills to change your habits, you have to celebrate yourself. And a lot mm -hmm. of people don't. They think it's, oh, you, what do you mean you celebrate yourself? What do you mean you pat yourself on the back? Of course you should do that because you're the one doing the work. You're the one that is trying to have that shift of your mind. You're the one that's driven to say, you know what? I want change in my life. I want better gut health. I want to trans transpire my body into, you know, a moving machine because I'm working towards longevity. Uh, because I know that eventually as the decades roll and we all know, you know, time go moves much more quicker than we anticipate when we're younger. Don't you remember when you were younger, you couldn't wait for summertime to go out and it dragged and it dragged to get to summer. And the summers when you were young just seemed so long. Well, how about now? They seem like they go so quickly. And before you know it, we're talking, here we are in spring, getting ready for summer. Everyone has that mindset, getting ready for summer, which we should always think about being healthy 
365 days of the year. But then before you know it, what's happening? Back to school is in the stores, right? Already you're planning for the fall. You just, you barely are, you know, you're not even a quarter of the way through your summer and you're already being pushed into back to school swing, which for some parents is a cool thing. Then the other piece is what we talk about. You know, you get to that, you know, September mark. And I always say, as soon as Halloween hits, your minds will be on January 2nd because it, time moves that quickly. So are you allowing that time to just go by or are you shifting your mindset in such a way that you embrace each season of your life by being accountable and being very real in your real shift of your mind? Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much goodness in that. You are a work in progress. Know that we are a work in progress. We know that. And that is why you always, always sh should set aside one day where, you know, maybe if you just sit for 15 minutes and, and write down and jot down, what did I accomplish this week? You know, where did I, where did I falter? Okay, I've got to change that up. Maybe I didn't allow myself enough time for that particular piece of what I wanted to accomplish. But what did I do good? Did I pay it forward? Do I, did I say a kind word to someone or was I too stuck in my own mindset, in my own like, eh, that I forgot to like look outside of, uh, of my, my square box? These are all things that are work in progress. So don't be hard on yourself, be kind to yourself. But don't let yourself off the hook either, because that's what's going to get you through the weekend. We talk about Saturday, you stay on to Saturday, and then Sunday is just all about, because really Sunday is the first day of the week, which you should be setting yourself up for success. We hope that you have a great, fantabulous Friday. Celebrate yourself, celebrate your wins, embrace your losses, nothing wrong with that. Embrace your pivots and your divots, because we are all perfectly imperfect that's just the like the way life is this is carol sue aka naughty boss live with two sisters hey it's janice aka wellness diva 5.0 even though it's the end of april actually officially tomorrow is the end of april it's very cold here in the northeast so hoping for some warm weather wishing you all an amazing weekend have a great one everyone bye-bye we'll see you bye -bye. monday morning